Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 60. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Mark Gorder, a commentary on the interview, the return of listener feedback, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Mark Gorder with the Alley Door Club. I'm here with Mark Gorder with the Alley Door Club. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. No problem. Let's start out telling our listeners what the Alley Door Club is. Well, essentially, it's in the third floor of the Hilt Building. Uh, we bring in different bands. Generally, we try to do jazz, blues, bluegrass, different things that you don't generally hear in the bars. It's a smoke-free atmosphere, so a lot of the musicians actually appreciate it. And it's just a nice all-around family atmosphere. And it just it's a good time to hear a lot of music that you don't generally get to hear other than a small opening section in Muskegon Summer Celebration or opening for one of our concerts on the main stage. Talk about the significance of the name. There really isn't any. Uh, We decided at one point that we were going to use the alley and the name just kind of turned around and turned around and we tossed the name around and actually Tom Schaub was one of the ones that helped kind of foster the name so to speak. What is the genesis of the club? How did you decide that you know Muskegon needed this type of music at the venue? A number of years ago, Bill Bodell and myself decided that it would be fun to have a nightclub cabaret kind of an atmosphere during Cherry County Playhouse. They used to do it downstairs in the restaurant late at night. But it was always more of a highbrow, wine-sipping type of thing. And we wanted something that, you know, if you want to wear your jeans and a cut-up t-shirt, come on up. And what is your role with the club? General Gunky. <laughs> I didn't uh, even know that was a, a, actually, a title. Actually, I do, I'm the house sound man there. And so when we decided to put this together, it kind of made sense that him as TD and me as the head sound person, that's pretty much the two jobs that you really have to have to do entertainment. Maris also helps quite a bit with the ticketing and Linda with the marketing. And it's just, it's a big team effort, but Bill and I are kind of the, the high and the low of the two. So, Talk about the venue. Um, what, what will people see when they come to the Alley Door Club? You'd be surprised how many people have never been in the third floor of the Hilt Building and don't realize what a gorgeous facility and how flexible that facility can be. They see, okay, there's a dance studio. Okay, there's been a wedding reception that they might have been at. But they never realize just what we can do within the facility. So when you come up, a lot of times people are very surprised at the mood, the atmosphere, the way we can light it, the amount of seating we can do. Um, we do have it split into two rooms, the back room. We did a small contest to name the back room, and the one that kept appearing was the litter box. And it's just <laughs> completely tongue-in-cheek that goes with the alley door and our cat logo. But it's it's nice because it's a little louder, a little more frenzied in the front room, and we keep it quieter with a video feed in the back room so that people can pretty much do and see what they want. Well, the the Frauenthal and the Hill Building also being connected with the Frauenthal is one of those recurring topics of this podcast. Uh, it comes up 
over and over and even myself i'm constantly impressed the the more that i go into the building and see things like the the hilt building and the farther you get up in it i mean it is an amazing facility what in your opinion makes the frauenthal so special it's been an anchor in this community for 78 years uh what can you say i mean when it was the Michigan Theater, it was always a big anchor. Ask nine out of ten people that are over age 40, 45 around here, and they all have fond memories of going to see movies there or going to see this show, or maybe their high school did their play there. The Community Foundation has really picked up the ball and really helps us, and it just it's really, even through the tough times in downtown, still remained an anchor and still remained a quality place to come and be. What is the importance of having live music like the Alley Door Club provides in Muskegon? Live music is one of those animals that, especially in a tough economy, the arts specifically are really taking a hit in the public schools. It's really a very rough career to be in. So a lot for a lot of people, it's a hobby. That hobby needs to be encouraged. The arts needs to be encouraged. It's the only way we're going to keep it going. Who has performed at the club in the past? Oh, we've had Truth and Jazz. We've had Rick Hicks. We've had a number of the bands that have made an appearance again this year. This year we have a huge amount of bands that haven't made an appearance. Last year we only did, I believe, four or five of them. But it really gave us a good experience in that Muskegon really wants this. Share with us the experience of going to the Alley Door Club from the time you walk in the door through the alley and get up to the third floor of the Hilt Building to the time you leave. What's it going to be like for people? Well, you can either, you can use both doors. We do encourage using the Alley Door. We do light the alley. It is completely safe. We have round-the-clock volunteers at the back door. When you enter, you'll be entered in. There will be a couple of our wonderful volunteers sitting there to sell you your ticket. There are some arrows to go around a couple of hallways in the backstage area that nobody ever gets to see so it's not such a big secret anymore they'll check your ids you come upstairs you're then greeted by another wonderful set of volunteers that will take your coats and things like that we have a full coat check for security and you come on in have a seat it's just a wonderful laid-back experience upcoming events at alley door Oh, well, on the 26th, we have Harry Lucas and the Lowdowns. They're a blue, blues band out of the Grand Rapids slash Muskegon area. He's actually originally from, I believe, just south of here and now lives in Grand Rapids. But he's been a mainstay in the blues area, especially in West Michigan, for a long, 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 long time. So he's a lot of fun. We have the Big House Blues returning soon. They were one of our bands recently, well, last year, later in the season. And they've been featured in the Chronicle a couple of times lately with their new album and there's a couple of teachers in that group, as a matter of fact. So, What does the future hold for the Alley Door Club? Is this going to be a mainstay in downtown Time will tell. Time will tell. If the community continues to support us as well as they have, then I can't see why we wouldn't continue doing it. Fantastic. All right, let's move on to our final question here. You have one minute alone with a person considering going to the Alley Door Club. Make your pitch to get them to the club. Pitch is, what kind of music do you like? We have a little th- little for everyone, depending on their answer. It's simply, hey, we come in, we enjoy it, we're having fun. There's no reason why you can't. All right. Thanks a lot, Mark. Really enjoyed it. No problem.
Mark Gorder, Bill Bodell, and everyone at the Frontal have created an amazing Muskegon entertainment experience with the Alley Door Club. The Hilt Building offers a unique venue for the best in Muskegon area jazz, blues, and folk music. So why does Muskegon need things like the Alley Door Club anyway? While just a few reasons include culture, art, and entertainment, sure, all of those things are important, but to me it's a variety. That's the one thing I keep coming back to. Muskegon is getting better, but there are still people who say over and over, there's nothing to do in Muskegon. I've said it too many times to even count, so get out there and dare to try something different. The Alley Door Club promises to be a good time, plus it's about as affordable as you can get. For only $5, you'll hear great local music in a historic downtown venue. I'd love to hear some feedback from people who've been to the Alley Door Club. You can post a comment to InsideMuskegon.com or email me directly at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com and we'll share your comments on the club, local music scene, or anything entertainment related. And for more information on the Alley Door Club, visit Frolenthal.info. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback, and our first comment was from podcast number 54 with Jim Moyes, and they said, Muskegon truly has a treasure in the golden voice of Jim Moyes. I was at the 1985 football game that Jim mentioned in the podcast and watched in disbelief as Traverse City Central snatched a victory away from the Muskegon Big Reds in the final minute of play. I'll once again be looking forward to next year when Jim and Gene open the 2007 football season. Thanks for a great look at another unique Muskegon icon. Our next comment was from podcast number 59 with Kristen Tank from the Muskegon Area Intermediate School District, and they said, Kristen and Steve did a nice job explaining the need for the special education millage election. As I understand this, by offsetting the fund expenditures mandated by law, the money raised by this millage benefit all students, and all money raised will be distributed to local districts. Am I understanding this correctly? Well, that is a great question, so I asked it to Kristen, and here was her response. Yes, that is correct. All dollars from this millage will be distributed directly to the schools and will be applied to special education costs. Local school boards will decide how to use the general education program funds that formerly funded special education. This will help all children succeed. Tax dollars will stay in our local schools to support our students. Well, thank you very much for those comments, and I really appreciate Kristen's response to the question. And for the latest feedback on Inside Muskegon, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. You can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. Feedback can also be left via voicemail at 231-354-2332. When dialing, be sure to include the 1 and 231 and leave your first name and city in the message. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 60 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com. <laughs>